Hey guys, welcome to the Coffee and Combos podcast with Jay and Lay, where we discuss anything and everything. From parenting, relationships, entrepreneurship, and just everyday life experiences. Unfiltered girl talk while sipping our coffee. Hey y'all, welcome back to Coffee and Combos. This is Jay. And this is your girl, Layla. Thank you for tuning in again for another week. Whoop, whoop. We are back and we are consistent again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, y'all, it is about to be the end of the year. We're about to be in 2023. That's crazy. It is wild. I feel like this year was went by so fast. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I've been saying this every year for the past, I don't know how many years. I don't know why this one felt extra fast. I don't know. Yeah, time is flying, but um, yeah, I'm super excited for um, our podcast for next year. I know. We have some ideas. We have some changes. We have some things. We want to get on video, finally, because oh we literally God. have been promising that since we started, and sorry, it just, it, it wasn't, it, it didn't happen this year. And I feel like they need to be seeing our faces when we talk about some of these, because yeah. the face is really, like... It changes it, it changes for people. the whole thing, and it's hilarious. So mm-hmm. you guys will really get the f- true feeling of how we feel about these topics. Yeah, <laughs> and also on Spotify. So there's a there's one I watch on Spotify, and you can actually see it. Like as you're... On the app? Yeah, so as oh. you're watching it. So like sometimes I'll sit it like right like when I'm working, and I'll just sit it on like a little stand like this and put it in front of me, and I can see all their faces and everything and the dialogue, and they're just, like, sitting around a little table. Mm-hmm. And they're super – and what's nice is that they're super relatable because they're really comfy cozy. Like, they're in their T-shirts, and right. they're comfy, and oh, I hope we're very comfy right yeah, now. Yeah, I was going to say, please, don't expect too much. <laughs> don't. Because I Keep see some podcasts. low. <laughs> yeah, I see some podcasts, and y'all be dressed. Look. Full makeup. Beat. Face is beat cute outfits and i'm just like no i'm not doing that i mean we may we may we may every once in a while but but it is not a guarantee yeah because we're literally we're two moms we want to relate to you guys like no like please (laughs) i have on leggings a t-shirt my hair in a bun Mm -hmm. and i'm not even wearing my contacts i have on my, my big old glasses so yeah so this is what i look like most of the time when i'm recording so no visualize that com- in your mind. No catch comfort. <laughs> Look. Mm-mm. Every once in a while, we'll throw like a little, you know, tinted moisturizer on for y'all. Yeah. But Very rare occasions. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, let's jump in. So. Yes, yes, yes. We have so m- I've been sending Keisha so many different things on Instagram, and I'm pretty sure she was tired of me because I'm like, good topic, between, good topic, good topic. And you're between, like, good topic, good topic, good between topic. Between you and Cece, I was like, whoa, like this is, y'all got some stuff. So <laughs> there's a, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot to talk about. All right. So let's go ahead and jump in. Okay. Um, I guess we can kick it off with Trevor Noah's tribute to black women. I thought mm-hmm. it was so beautiful and the fact that he has this large platform Mm -hmm. and he chose to thank the black women in his life and how they've helped him build his career and you know help him and and shape him to be where he is today i thought it was really really beautiful and i know all the other black women who you know especially on instagram are Mm -hmm. reposting it and feeling that love i feel like it was like one big hug to black women yeah and it was just so beautiful and good for him for um having a successful uh show that was a great show it was it was a good show i didn't watch it as much as i wanted to but it was from what i did watch it was good it was a good show it was really good i'm surprised they're stopping the show. I don't even know why. But I was going to ask you that. Do you know the I reason no why? Idea. Is he just transitioning to something else? I think he's transitioning to something else. But I really enjoyed it because it was like um, it was like political topics. But mm-hmm. he also kind of like merged it with comedy. Yeah. So it didn't feel like every day you're watching the news and it's like, oh, my God, draining, draining, draining. Yeah. It was more like, OK, I get to know what's going on. You yeah, know, and the then news, he has his like funny then, spin on things, and then it's like funny as well. I mm-hmm. thought it was a brilliant show. Honestly, we need more shows like that because I yeah. get tired of hearing and watching the news 
and it's just all bad. You're just you're just yeah. left in this like funk. You're like, oh, why did I? And even why social media, like even this? just like the news <laughs> via social media, it doesn't matter. Like every time like something pops up on my phone, it's like murder or something. It's just always something. Just like you said, very terrible. And you're just like, I don't want to watch this. I don't want to yeah. hear about this. So it was great yeah. that he was able to do that. I thought we need more shows like that. Yeah. So we need more positive. There, we need more <laughs> positive people controlling the news. I think. Well, that's another battle. That's, yeah, that's a, I know. That's a huge battle because... Oh I don't know if that's going to change. Yeah, it's probably not going to change for a while. <laughs> yeah, it's not. It's not. Um, yeah. Um, okay. So that was good. Thank you, Trevor. And it was just good to um, just hear him bigging, bigging up black women in like a positive light. I feel like a lot of times we hear a lot of negative about our attitude or this Mm -hmm. or that, or, you know, there's not enough of like that praise of our accomplishments. So I think that was really refreshing to hear and especially to hear from a black man. It was nice. That was really, really nice. It was. Yeah. Um, and then there was this thing that I sent you because I was like, this is a really good topic mm-hmm. where it was um, the girl wrote like she tweeted, unless you have help, two kids is the max number of kids you can have without kids ending up raising kids. Yeah. And a lot of people had a lot of uh, opinions about it. Mm-hmm. And I know you did. Too. I read some <laughs> of the Yeah, I read it some was, of the comments. Some of the comments were good. I mean, honestly, it was you get to hear from both sides. Yeah. Yeah. So, I was not the oldest mm-hmm. child in my family. I was mm-hmm. in the middle. Yeah. And so Me too. I didn't have too many responsibilities. You know, I know for sure, for a fact, my oldest brother did. Yeah. Because he was the oldest. Yeah. And I feel like naturally your parent is going to expect more out of the oldest child mm-hmm. versus the youngest. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just it is what it is. But there is, at least for me, there is. I feel like you don't want to, for me, I don't want to like give Sana too many responsibilities when it comes to Niall. Mm-hmm. Cause like, this is my kid. Like this is not your kid. Yeah. And so you should not be like the parent, the parent number three. Exactly. <laughs> Cause you know, it's me and Arvid and I like, and I tell her this all the time. I'm like, you're not his mom. Like even unprovoked, she'll be like, Niall, you need to sit down and you need to do this. And you know, like she'll tell yeah, him. What, and you have and to I'm remind like, them. And I have to, I'm like, He's not your kid, Sana. And I'm like, if I needed help for, with Niall, I would let you yeah. know. But she's like, the crazy thing is like, I don't, I do ask her to help him out sometimes. Yeah. But it's not to the point where I'm just like sitting back. You need to parent and him. And I'm just like expecting her to do everything. Yeah. So, and she'll, I think she'll get that as she gets older. Like, okay, there's like a difference between me protecting my sibling and me parenting them. Like, exactly. I don't need to parent. Him. And lately she's been trying to be a parent. And I'm like, and she's like, <laughs> and she's like, he's stressing me out. And I'm like, girl, is he <laughs> though? do you even know what's I'm stressing? Like, <laughs> I'm like, you're stressing yourself out. Cause nobody's asking you to do anything, you yeah. know, in regards to him. We're like, if, it's so funny, but, um, I know it could also be bad. Not, yeah. not, I'm not saying my situation, but I'm saying for other families. Cause I'm yeah. young kids who were responsible for a lot. Exactly. Yeah, so I've experienced both. Like, I've experienced being the older sibling, but I've also experienced being the baby. Because my siblings, there's, like, a group of siblings that are older, and then there's me and my little sister. Okay. And so we were the last two. And since I have such, like, there's, like, a not a wide range, but there is. So my oldest sister, we are several years apart. And so she was like a second mom to me. Mm-hmm. She just take me everywhere with her. Like I did a bunch of stuff with her. And then when she like moved out of the house and my old, all my older siblings moved out, I became the oldest sibling. Right. And I was like, this fucking sucks. So <laughs> like, wait, and it wasn't that I had to parent my little sister. I didn't really much. I had to kind of like watch her sometimes mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I didn't really like her that much. Like, she was a pain in my ass. I'm just being honest. Like, because we're far apart in age, we're, like, six years apart. Mm-hmm. And so we were always at different points in our life. Right. So she, it was always like she was, like, this little kid that just didn't know any better. And because when I was kind of parented and 
by my older they were so much older that it, it forced like me it. to grow up mm-hmm. so it was it was weird I always felt like I was like I didn't know where I fit in like I was the baby but I wasn't and then I was the oldest so it was just like I had all this pressure on me like my mom kind of the way my mom and my dad always would say they were like oh we never had to worry about you like you know what you're doing like you're fine Mm -hmm. so they would baby my little sister and then kind of like disregard how I was feeling and I'm like that's not good either because you were the responsible kid and they didn't have to worry so So then they neglected so they neglected yeah so it was just like it was a little bit of a mind fuck yeah (laughs) so I experienced both aspects of that like I'm still kind of the baby to my older sister mm-hmm. and now I'm still like I don't think I'm raising my little sister but I can be there for her in a different capacity but I don't think an older kid should ever have to step up and be a parent to their because si- they lose their childhood that's not I don't for think sure. that's fair um there should be people in place or a community in place to help out and to help parent that other child and the older child as well. Like they shouldn't have to be like, okay, I got to step in and, you know, be the man of the house or be the other woman of the house. I don't think that that's fair to do to a kid. So I do agree in the aspect, if you don't have help, I don't think you should be out here having a bunch of kids because it's irresponsible. Yeah. Like those kids don't ask, they don't ask to be here. Right. And as much as like, I saw some comments where it was just like, yeah, but like you have to, you know, what's wrong with having help and stuff like that. And I was like, that's a little bit of a slave mentality because back in the day, Mm -hmm. parents had more kids to help with the work. And I was just like, kids don't ask to be here to turn into slave. Like what? No, that's wrong. I was like, it's one thing to be like, you have chores and like you have responsibilities and teaching them how to survive in the real world. It's another thing to be like, okay, we're going out to dinner and you got to watch your, your brother for five hours. What? Yeah. Or like you need to cook and well, make, you need to feed cook dinner kid. and feed the and younger feed your sibling. siblings. Yeah. And it's like, no, I didn't, I didn't have those kids. You're like, no, I didn't want these kids. I didn't want these kids. (laughs) Barely want them. Like, nobody told you to have all these kids. Yeah. So I think it's irresponsible. And it's irresponsible to yourself, too. Like, you don't want all those damn... Do you want all those kids? It's kind of sad. And I know... So, like, okay, there are exceptions, I feel, because... Sometimes parents are working and it's hard. And if you know you have like, let's say you have a 16 year old responsible Mm -hmm. 16 year old and then you have younger, you know, they have younger siblings, let's say eight, five. And you're like, I have to work, Mm -hmm. especially if you don't have a partner who's helping too. it's like kind of I mean, I don't know what else. And you don't have a community. Let's say you're not near family or things like that, like. In that situation, it's like, unfortunately, that's just the reality. It's like, yeah, you're going to have to rely on the oldest child to help, you know, the siblings. Um, But at the same time, like, that could have really bad effects on the older child. They they could be like, I never want to have a kid because I had kids. Exactly. They weren't mine. I raised my kids. But I raised a bunch of kids. Like, I raised my younger siblings. Exactly. And I know how that is. And it is not easy. And it's Mm -mm. also not fair to have a child do that for, you know. It's 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 a child. They're they're children. Exactly. They shouldn't have to do that. And it's why why bring a kid into struggle? Yeah. I mean... I don't know that like that, that's I don't topic want a kid for another I don't day, want like, a kid that bad that I'm like I'm already struggling and then we're like oh we're gonna have a kid and we're gonna do this struggle like, what yeah I don't want to do like a struggle life and I get it like things happen things yeah. happen and not everybody wanted to end up in these situations that they're in and stuff like that and I get it divorce happens like different things happen that you end up in these situations but it's tough because like you want to be sensitive to people that are yeah. in these situations. But I think when you sit back, like my mom even says, like she said the other day, she was like, if I could do it all over again, she was like, half y'all wouldn't exist. She was like, I'm Ooh. just being honest. She was like, I'm just being honest. She was like, it wasn't easy. It was hard. And, and she was like, and I was young and like my mom was away. And like, she was like, she, she raised her siblings. There's eight of them. Mm. And she was raising them as a teenager because my grandmother was in America, like trying to, figure out life and stuff like that and my 
my grandfather died when they were young. So it was just my mom, like, raising all these kids. And, like, she had to become a parent so early. Yeah. And then still she became a parent herself early. And then it was just, like, she's always been in this cycle of, like, taking care of of other people of other people except for herself and now she's finally like sitting with it in her 60s and she's like yeah i would never do that again like i like if i could start over i wouldn't do this Mm -hmm. and i was just like i feel you i'm glad i'm here but like you know i i definitely i'm I'm like i'm glad i'm here but like i feel you on that because no because i go back and forth about having a second kid and I love AJ, but she's, she's also at a point right now where she's, I don't know, it's just like this three-year-old thing they're learning how to talk and she like doesn't stop talking. Like she Nile wouldn't too. stop talking. It was like, <laughs> take a breath, sis. Why it's do like you keep always talking? Yeah. <laughs> mommy, mommy, I got to tell you something. What? I got to tell you something. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, so, and they're like, do, like take it a long time. Oh it's like a long God. story that never ends. And it doesn't and, make sense. And it doesn't make sense. <laughs> These kids are hilarious, though. I was just telling Armin, like, today, like, no, cracks us <laughs> up. So yesterday, I know this is off topic, but mm-hmm. I'm just going to share this because I was on the floor crying yesterday. Yeah. So, you know, we're going on a long flight. We're going to Kenya mm-hmm. and Ethiopia. So we're trying to, like, you know, mentally prepare him, like, just to let him know, like, we're going to go on a long airplane ride. So yeah. Armin's like, hey, Niall, we're going to go. <laughs> we're going to go on a long airplane flight. Mm-hmm. Right. He's like, are you are you ready? Are you excited? And mm-hmm. now it goes now it goes by myself. <laughs> excuse me and i mean i was rolling like first of all why the heck no. would we send joe a little behind on a plane for a long flight by yourself like i was oh just cracking God. up these kids are just too funny and it's just like i wish i can write down everything these kids be saying because it's just hilarious like no. it was like a tv moment like i was cracking up that's funny. Even the facial expressions. He's like, he looked at us like we were cra- like we were crazy. Their like, facial expressions are like, hilarious. He's like, by myself, like, why would y'all do this to me? Like, boy, chill. Like, ain't nobody so sending you out like this. <laughs> but I can't. Anyways. No, kids are kids are hilarious. hilarious. But um, but I have to, I would say I have to agree that like two kids is max. Uh-huh. Not for sure. Life is hard. Like kids are not kids are not easy and. Yeah, too, too. And it's not even think. just like um, financial. Financially. It's not just a financial it's like a thing. It's like your yes, like your mental health will suffer. Like you need to, you need to have breaks. You need to have time. You need to have time to yourself. Like all those things. I want more two kids. That's it. Two is the max. Yeah, I think so. I think it's good, especially because then you have like one person. Obviously, if you're in a partnership. Mm-hmm. Um, you'll have like one person with one kid at all times, you know, because like if you have three, what's going to like who's a kid's going to get forgotten. Not forgotten. Gonna... <laughs> <laughs> Someone's going to get left in the car. <laughs> I can't <laughs> like, yeah, I can't imagine. I, I definitely agree. Yeah, no. Mm-mm. Um, but yeah, so I, I did like the different takes on it, though. I think it was great. Like some of the responses on here it was a really good debate i think so too oh and this also brings me to another thing yeah i see people talking about this all the time it's like married they're like there are some married women who are are single mothers out there this is true and i feel like this is a kind of good topic to bring it together because there are some men or you know or even there are some women who are out there having babies and they are married mm-hmm. uh, or in a serious long-term partnership or whatever. But it's one person doing all the like parent parental duties. No, it's true. It's true. There are, um, I've even seen it in some of like my, like my friendships and stuff like that. And it's like 95% of it is on the mom. And mm-hmm. it's like, that's a lot. That's a lot. They're just all like the dad doesn't want to do bath time or they don't want to do this or that. Or they just kind of come home from work and they're just like, all right, I'm going to play with them for a little bit. And, and it's like, all right, it's bath time. So like go to mom yeah. or do this. And I'm just like, yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't do that. No, I couldn't do that. Even when like we had just started like co-parenting, 
it wasn't really a co-parent 90 percent of the work was on me mm-hmm. like I had AJ all the time and I realized like how much that like I was like wow like I went into mom mode because I knew like okay I have to take care of my kid like she can't take care of herself right. so I have to do it but it's a lot it's a lot to have that on one person and then you need ba- I, don't, I don't know you need balance but I, I've seen that happen and it sucks because everything suffers like the mom's mental health suffers the relationship suffers because oh, they're absolutely. in because the mom is in super resentment mode I was and gonna I'm just say spe- and I, I was just, just gonna say that yeah, resentment I'm, is probably the craziest yeah like, like she's probably angry all the time because it's like she's stressed because she's with the kids all the time and something I'm noticing Recently, AJ is very attached to me right now. Mm-hmm. And so I noticed that I deal with like sensory overload. So AJ will want to touch me. She'll want to cuddle me. And as much as I love that, and she'll be like, oh, you know, you really enjoy it now because she may not want to do that later on. And I was just like, I get what you're saying, but I don't really think you understand. When your kid, like I, like I joke and say, like if she could live in my skin, she would. Mm-hmm. Because literally it's like sometimes she cuddles so close to me that it's like, well, let me just open up my skin so you can just get <laughs> like, in there. Like just hop so, in. <laughs> yeah, so you can just attach to me because she's very attached. And then like when anyone else goes to touch me, I'm like, back up. Like, yeah. And I realize that you can be, you can start to be mean to other people around you because your kid is like, you can't be like, all right, get up, get up off me. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You, she's three. She's going to be like, mommy, like, like, what what's wrong mean? with you? Yeah, what's wrong with you? Like, I want to lay on you. Uh-huh. Um, but that's a big thing. So it's like, say you have two little ones and they just want you all the time because you're the person that's doing with them all the all things the time. with them. Like, you don't really want to have sex. You don't want to hug. You don't want to kiss. You don't want nothing. Like, get away from me. Right. At the end of the because day, I'm you're dealing just like, with our kids all day long. Get away from me. At the end of the day, you're like, I'm done. Chill. I forgot to pay my babysitter. Hold on. Um, you can talk. <laughs> Another parenting moment on the podcast. No, but I definitely agree with you. I I feel like I have, a, I would say mine is not as bad, but there was a time where it was like, okay, nobody touch me, please. Like, yeah. please, like, I love you guys, but can I just have a moment alone by myself? Exactly. Please. But, um, and yeah, you're right. At the end of the day, you're like, I don't want no one near me. I mm-hmm. want I want to be left alone yeah and having my alone time which is very important having alone time as a parent is honestly one of the best parts that i enjoy me too like, it sounds crazy but it's no like, it honestly doesn't sound it doesn't crazy, sound crazy, it doesn't sound crazy at all it's awesome you need that you're needed all day long by your kids like you know every day every day <laughs> yeah so having that alone time is super, super important, especially for me. And I'm so glad that Armin knows that because he's like, all right, mom's going to go upstairs, have her alone time. And like, Seriously. And even today, I'll be like, wait, mom, you're going to go have your alone time? And I'm like, absolutely, girl. <laughs> like, Yeah, don't See talk to an me. Hour. <laughs> Seriously. No, you, you absolutely need and that. And it, it also helps you not only as a parent, but even as like if you're have a partner or whatever if you're married like even in that in our you know relationships like mm-hmm. oh i can come back refreshed and not like be like everything annoys me you know <laughs> yeah because you you don't want to talk to anybody when that happens like yeah. it can be it can be a lot no. aj was like that on i think saturday she just wanted to be up under me and then she wouldn't take a nap and i was like okay like you want to come in here and like lay in bed with me like let's just take a nap and she was like, no, mom. And she just couldn't, like, she couldn't relax enough. And I was like, yeah, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> I was like, this is, this, this sucks. Like, you know, and I was just like, I, uh, you really need, you need a partner that understands that it's like, okay, we have to take turns. Like, on the weekend, sometimes, like, Cece was like, all right, I'm about to take a nap. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, when you're done taking a nap, you know, like right. we need to, you know what I mean? We tag here. team in here because like you need to have that time to, or there's times where like, I know he wants to like watch football or something. And I'll be like, all right, me and AJ are going to go, like we're going to go shopping. We're going to go do mommy and daughter stuff. And we'll just be out of the house for like majority of the day. And I was like, enjoy football. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I, Cause I understand that like, I know what I need. Like I know that I need my time right. to myself. So I, I give that to him as well. It's, it's so necessary. Absolutely. Yeah. 
But honestly, we're not telling anybody to, if you want to have a thousand kids, do it. If you feel that your sanity Please can take it. it. It's like, yeah, don't do Please that. Don't, don't do, do that to yourself. Don't. <laughs> but yeah. I do see these families, like these couples that are like, we're on baby number 12. And I'm like, whoa. I, I know my never. first thought is always like, why? Uh, but yeah. then I'm like, you know what? That's y'all life. Live if it that's, up. Yeah, if that's what you want. <laughs> it then ain't that happening is, over here. <laughs> no, that is not my ministry. But like, Good if that's what you want to do, that is do your thing. You know, but I could nap. Yeah, my womb. No. Mm-mm. But anyways, moving on yeah. to our next topic. So next this topic. one is has been uh, going crazy on the TikTok, on the Instagrams. Okay. So there were, there's this new trend on TikTok where you tell your icks about, oh, about um, your yeah. job. Mm-hmm. So people are, you know, are telling so their icks, you know, <laughs> like, oh, I hate my, when my coworker asked me how your day is every day, whatever the case is, it happens. Mm-hmm. So there were these nurses at Emory hospital in Atlanta and so there were dumb. labor and delivery nurses. So this makes it a little bit more tricky because mm-hmm. as we all know, the uh, mortality rate for black women is very high here in the U.S. Yes. And so these ladies work in Atlanta where obviously, you know, there's a lot of predominantly. I don't know the Mm -hmm. percentage, but I know there is a large amount of black women Mm -hmm. who give birth at Emory Hospital. Mm -hmm. Anyway, so they say they're ex and some of them is like, oh, when the baby daddy asked for a paternity test right outside the door Mm -hmm. or, you know, when the baby daddy go from one room to the next room, like to one baby mama, to the next room, well, to another baby mama. It was just a few, a few yeah. other ones. Or it's like instead of pressing the call nurse button, they come to the actual desk and ask for things. Mm-hmm. And it's like, what? And they posted this on TikTok and it went viral. I mean, everyone saw it. And to me, it's like, I get it. Everyone has an ick mm-hmm. at their job like if you go to work and you have no icks and you're like i just absolutely love it congratulations good for you but i would i don't know the numbers but i would say majority of people have at least one thing they don't like about it very true okay like mm-hmm. that's all i'm saying so i get it you you these are the things that bother you at work we're humans mm-hmm. we don't you know things may not always be good at work like yeah. things bother us which is fine but to be bold enough to post it on inst- on tiktok and just think this is what's just gonna fly by to me was yeah. crazy um and they all got fired by the way yeah so <laughs> I saw, so I read some of the comments and mm-hmm. I saw that some people were like, they shouldn't have lost their job. So I think I've said this before. I have an HR background. Um, we tell, and I work in healthcare. We tell our nurses and we tell our doctors, be very careful what you post online because you're not just a representation of yourself or your job. You are a representation of that company mm-hmm. or that organization or that health system. So, yeah. They are not about the health system is not about to be like, yeah, I'm going to save your job, but you just tarnished our name because it's, now you work at Emory that could affect their numbers that could affect their census that it affects so many different things. And I'm not saying that you can't say your icks. Not you, can say them you can say them to each to other. Each other. <laughs> But people have to stop thinking that everything is for the internet. It's not. It's it's really not. And also think about like someone just had a baby. Like they don't or a, a miscarriage or a miscarriage or their or, child just passed away. Yeah, there's a lot that's happening when someone is giving birth. And I get it. Things get annoying, but sometimes that's a new mother. And for me, I used my call button a couple times and I was in a lot of pain and I had to have somebody, one of my colleagues that was actually visiting me that day, we were doing everything we possibly could, but the nurse was taking her sweet old time to come to my room. And Mm -hmm. I literally was in excruciating pain. So yes, I needed her to get up from that desk and I needed her to come in the room and figure out what was going on with me. You know, and some things are emergent. Sometimes I I need you to come in the room. I just had a kid, my first kid, you know. 
So I think it's like there was no there was no sensitivity there for new moms. There it just was in poor taste. Very. And it was in very poor taste. The things that they were commenting on, it's like that's probably happened one in a million times. Like you know what I mean? Like I asking for DNA, and even if it's happened a ton of yeah, times, it doesn't it's just matter. Like, like you can why? you can talk amongst each other with your colleagues, and you obviously that's what you do when you're at work. You're like, oh my god, I'm yeah, this is getting on my nerves, girl. Like whatever, and that's fine. No one's saying that you can't complain or you can't you know discuss yeah. this, but. You are very bold to put this on the internet. And number two, you this is like a life and death situation for a lot of women giving mm-hmm. birth. So I feel like out of all the professions to do this kind of trend, mm-hmm. healthcare is not the one. You just need to you need to stay out of this trend. Like wait for the exactly. next trend. Do a little dance or something and post it on TikTok. Like yeah, go do ahead, a fun dance. Do a fun dance. Uh, I don't know. Talk about you know your work day. I get to work. I do this first. I got to do this. Do something mm-hmm. like that. But the fact that you are making fun, you know, or not even making fun of, but you're expressing these eggs, like and posting it for the world to see while women are in their most vulnerable time, like getting exactly. birth. Exactly. It's not like the cute. It's like, not, it's, it's not, not an attractive time. You're, you're not very looking vulnerable. amazing. You're yeah. very scared. You're, I mean, at least it's Giving birth is literally life or death. It's life or death. So the fact that you did this, that, that was in very poor taste. And also, this is what real. I feel like at first I was like, maybe they shouldn't have been fired. I, I was thinking this too. Yeah. Like, maybe they should just been suspended or mm-hmm. whatever, something. And then, you know, get some kind of discipline and then call it a mm-hmm. day, written up, whatever you do, right? But then this is where I was like, yeah, they should have been fired because yeah. I saw the women who actually went there to give birth and their stories were wild. Mm. wild they were like yes i remember that nurse yes this is the nurse who did this 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 to me this is the nurse who neglected me when i told her i was feeling pain this is the nurse after i lost my son after i gave birth he you know my i lost my son wow this was the nurse who like, oh yeah, lied. So th- yeah this is the nurse who lied about it and tried to cover it up like it was crazy and i was like oh i'm so glad they were all fired because i felt like this was they had a lot of internal issues in the hospital but it was never broadcasted because it was like i'm pretty sure it's like mm-hmm. you know patient by patient no one's gonna even if i was a patient something they did something wrong to me and i like was like okay afterwards like yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't post it on social media but now that they posted that video, now all the patients who were there who experienced these nurses in labor and delivery are telling their stories. I feel like their Emery's about to get sued. Yeah. They're about to have and like a an, class action like lawsuit. And honestly, um, and this is just like this is for my nurses out there. This could go to the board. You could lose your license. Like it could get so much worse for you. You really need to be careful what you do at work yeah you really really need to be careful what you do at work you can have issues you can have problems and honestly you shouldn't be in the nursing field if you don't have like sorry if you if this isn't the field for you anymore then step away yeah step away because that's not why you went into nursing like you need to be more careful you need to be better you need to do better and I hope that they learn their lesson I really hope that they learned their lesson because I know that they got fired, but that can get way worse because if those parents chose to make complaints about them to the board, you could lose your license. And when you lose your license in one place, it's not easy to get another license somewhere else because they look at all that stuff. They look at all those things. It's not easy to get another job. Now you guys are viral. So now we can look you up and find out, oh, were you one of the nurses that went viral at Emory? And now Emory's, now that you, you have to put it on your your resume because where have you been working if right. you've been working at emory and like people love him i was gonna say from, i want doctors from emory i, I want nurses say, from Emory's emory a very reputable it's hospital very, it's very reputable they have a great nursing program a great medicine a great medical program all that stuff so now like when emory comes up oh were you one of the nurses that that's were, the first thing people because are now think. that we all know about it like it doesn't go away once you put it out on the internet it goes nowhere and trust me, yeah. I when I'm recruiting nurses, I'm looking you up. 
as I'm talking to you. <laughs> oh, let me look you up. Let me check the board. Is your has your license been revoked? Anything that you don't tell me, I can You'll find out. Yeah. You know what I mean? We're going to look you up. It's not back in the day where they didn't really do their due diligence. I don't mm-hmm. know if you saw that movie, The Good Nurse. The Good Nurse. I started it. Ooh, yeah, it's so it was, it's it was with the guy, right? The guy nurse. First of the all, nurse. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, I, I don't know what was going on back then, but I don't know how he got privileges that quickly at other places or they didn't do the background checks. But, but a lot of hospitals were. But covered. also he was You'll a white man. Yeah. Pretty privileged. You know, mm-hmm. they could go from one job to the next. Like in a blink of an eye. Yeah. So. But even in like and and hope maybe they like um, exaggerated the timelines because they were just so fast. Like you can't, it takes 90 to 120 days to get privileges somewhere. So I'm like, how did that happen that fast? Like they just gave him emergency privileges. Like what happened? So Mm -hmm. because I know all the behind the scenes, I'm like, you're like, this don't add up. This don't make no damn sense. (laughs) How do you get away with all this? So, um, but yeah, like nurses, please be careful. Like, not everything needs to go online. We all have icks. We all have things that we don't like. Healthcare workers in general, not just nurses. Every, Doctors, yeah. nurses. Honestly, anybody. I anywhere you work. From my HR background, be careful because there are clauses in like your employee handbook. They specific, like they started adding them probably when social media started to become big. Like so like 10 years ago, they mm-hmm. started adding in like be careful what you post on social media. Be careful what you talk about on social media because if you represent the company poorly this could end in um termination and you know what i've noticed so it's in the employee handbook that you should you really need to be careful and especially in healthcare, they really drill that home because social media has got very popular people you know Mm want to share their different things and stuff like that and that's fine but if you work for a company you need to be if you're if you don't have an llc and you work for emory or you know, University of Miami or wherever, they have the right to terminate you mm-hmm. because they put it in their bylaws and their their handbooks that you cannot represent the company poorly. Yeah, and I've noticed that on um, social media now, like people who do work, you know, for what, let's say you're a firefighter, mm-hmm. right? And you're in, a, like, in the bio, they'll be like, uh, these are my own thoughts and not thoughts of my, you know, the company mm-hmm. they work for or whatever. And I've seen that. I've been seeing this a lot lately. And I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, these companies ain't playing with y'all. Like, you better. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, like, don't be out here making but us I, look crazy. Yeah, but basically. I still think. And I'm not saying you can't have freedom of speech, or, but I think some things just aren't for the Internet. Yeah. No, no. Especially. That, that really rubbed me the wrong way. And then when, after I started hearing about, you know, the actual patients who had these terrible mm-hmm. experiences there, I did not feel any sympathy for those nurses anymore. Yeah. That was like, that went out the door. Because I was like, one thing about me is you're not going to sit here and, uh, you know, make me feel bad for you. Next thing you know, I know y'all, were, y'all ain't shit. Yeah. Like, you guys were treating these patients bad. Yeah. Good luck finding a new job, ladies. <laughs> yeah. My God. Yeah, when you sent me that, I was like, my face just went, why? Why would you guys do that? And then a lot of them were just boldly, like, face out. I was like, wow, you don't even have a mask on. Like, what is going on here? Yeah, I mean, I think they even, in the hashtag, I think they even wrote the hospital name, like Emory Hospital nurses you know funny nurse tiktok stuff like that you know every career has a whole tiktok you know yeah and some of them some of them are great some of them are so funny i love But some some of them them are like that's not it was in such poor taste yeah so do better it was one that that was a funny now this is the way Mm -hmm. i feel like you should use it and it was like it was a white doctor Mm -hmm. and it was like and a black doctor was like oh when no, no, no. It was a white doctor. And she was like, when the patient wanted to see a white doctor instead of the black doctor, she mm-hmm. was like, the first thing I come in and say, well, Dr. So-and-so graduated top of the class and I was low. I barely made it. But, <laughs> Hi, I would like to take care of you today. I'll, gl- I'll be glad to take care of you today. And I was like, so this is how you use it. Yeah. Cause, cause it's real. There are people, you oh, know, yeah. people say, I don't want a black doctor. Mm-hmm. And then the white doctor come in and like, okay. And then the white doctor's like, I tell them that I barely made it. Yeah. That's so funny. And then just, like the patient just looks at me like, Oh my God, am I going to die? 
seriously. No, that is how, because honestly, a lot of people need to be educated on that because you have doctors that come from overseas, but I was like, you know, they have to do like another residency. Like they're way more educated than the doctors yeah. that are here. Like they've already gone through school and then they have to in come their here country and, again. and then they have to come here and do it all over again. Mm-hmm. I was just like, that sucks. It sucks. It really does. And I, I, I really hope that they could change that because mm-hmm. I mean, we have a, isn't there a short, like a shortage? We have a major shortage. So mm-hmm. why are they making these doctors who have done everything already come here Immigration. and do it all over again? I Immig- know, but mm-hmm. it's just like. I mean, it's, it's awful. I was talking about this the other day. I was like, we literally have a shortage of doctors and because of immigration and all that stuff, like they make it so difficult. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you like some of the visas, like you have to go on a lottery and there's a yeah. million other doctors that are going in this lottery and you just have to pray that you get picked. You have to spend all this money. And then if you don't get chosen, then what you're out of money. And then you got to go back to your country. Cause you, after you, after you've gone through school, paid all this money in all this debt and you don't even know if you will get through yeah. or you have to work at a specific hospital that will take your type of visa mm-hmm. and work there for a certain amount of years before they'll give you the visa. And they, I, I think I read an article where they're like, uh, the doctors who are here on a visa, mm-hmm. um, get taken advantage of, like they'll mm-hmm. make you work even longer hours than mm-hmm. those who are from here or, you know, who are permanent permanently. Here. Yeah. A lot of times you're living in undesirable areas. Mm-hmm. You're working overworked. You're overworked. Um, they make your, they make you work crazy schedules, mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff. It's yeah, it's, it's really bad. And it really, really, it really sucks. Yeah. It really sucks. Cause you want to, you want to help those doctors. You want to make sure that they get through, but they make it very hard for them. Yeah. Yeah. They make yeah. it really, really hard for them. I mean, I, I really don't understand why. Cause like we need them real bad racism yeah but your our healthcare system is literally like sucks it sucks we need them so you can put the racism on the side put it on a back burner Mm -hmm. and don't you want to save your you know americans Mm -mm. you don't you don't care don't care racism is a clearly a higher on the priority list but we know we know how bad racism is in health you know yeah Yeah, it's bad it's bad um yeah they make it really really difficult and even the exams that they have them take because i think you can you can take an exam you have to take an exam to be able to get into like the schools and all that stuff to make sure you you got to know enough just to even be here Mm mm-hmm and it's like, if you can't pass that, then you kind of have to, you have to take a step, a, a huge step back in your career. There's people that come here that are doctors in their countries and they have to come here and work as an RN. Yeah. Because they either can't pass the exam or something like right. that. And it just, it sucks. So, I yeah. I so honestly, that's another thing that nurses and docs here like have to, those specific those specific nurses I'm going to talk to it's like there's there's people that would love to be in your shoes and can't and y'all are making a mockery of your career it's so hard to be it's not easy to become a nurse and it's like you made it there Mm -hmm. and you're working for Emory which is you know well known and it's a great place to work you could probably get a job anywhere else after that and you kind of took advantage of that. And now who knows what's going to happen with your career? Cause now what, cause now what are you going to do? You got to start over if you can't get a job anywhere. Right. Yeah. So the NCLEX ain't easy to pass. Oh, crazy. Messing with y'all licenses <laughs> in your career like that. Oh but my I mean, God. what? Jen Jackson's going on tour. Girl, I thought you were about to say Jen Jackson. <laughs> Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> you were like, oh, my God. I was, I was smiling. Like, I mean? was smiling. I was smiling. Okay, okay. She's going on tour. We got to go. This is exciting. Oh, my God. I have to go see her. Let me see the dates. Is she coming to Miami? Please tell me she's coming. She's coming to Hollywood, so we're going there. Okay. Oh, my God. That's April 14th. There are so many concerts next year, and I cannot wait. Because um, finally the Jill world Scott. is open, open. I want to see Jill Scott. Tour. Yeah, I want to see her. The closest to us she's coming is Jacksonville. So if you want to make a little trip. Child, that is a lot. I did it in September. A flight. flight. Let's do a flight. Let's do a flight because we'll be there in 20 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> let's do a flight. Let's do a flight. That would be fun. Unless we have like multiple people to drive, let's do a flight. Even it's then, a long, even then, I'm it's like, long. everybody just get a flight because I don't got, I don't want, I, 
you know how I feel about car rides. It's remember long. when we drove to Orlando? Yeah, it's long. <laughs> no, it's long. For Disney? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. I remember. Okay, what's our next? Yeah, no. What is our next subject? Oh, also SZA released a new album, y'all. SZA? Have you heard it? I have not heard oh it. God. I need to listen to it's it. It's so good. I literally dropped the kids off, and as soon as they, like, out the door. You're so funny. I'm Every like, time you switch. kick them out the car, let me switch yeah, the music. switch it on up, because I go from listening to freaking Blippi and, you know, all the oh, Disney Channel soundtrack. Oh, my God. AJ you know? was stuck on Blippi for a while, and I was no, like, no. Now's finally over Blippi. He's Ooh, moved on. Awesome. But the songs he has not left behind. Mm. Like, he'll be in the car, and he's like, Mommy Airplane. Mm-hmm. You know, he in the back seat singing his heart out. Airplane. I'm like, oh God, are we almost at school yet? <laughs> That's so and funny. don't and don't put the song on. He will he will give us a hard ass time. And the thing is, he's like we can't <laughs> even listen to our songs. Oh, like wow. we're like, okay, we're taking turns now. Okay, you you pick your song. Yeah. We'll play. I was like, and then it'll be Sana's turn and then it's mommy's turn. And we'll just keep going in a circle like that. As soon as we turn, like his his song come on, he's like, I can't hear it, mommy. Mm-hmm. I turn it up, you know. He's jamming. <sighs> so let it, let me play my song, mommy. It's too loud. It's too loud. He's got his hands and on his ears. Too. It's too loud, mommy. It's too loud. And I'm like, does the same volume was listened to <laughs> stupid ass airplay? So this is the volume is gonna remain the same. <laughs> you either you can cover the mirrors if you need to. Oh. God, that is so. AJ's the same way. If she don't like it, she, I don't want to hear it. Turn oh, it off. Niall's new thing is, that's boring. I play my song, mommy. This is boring. I was like, well, so be it. Exactly. You're just gonna be bored. <laughs> too bad. Exactly. Oh my god. But anyways, funny. anyways, on to the next. Ooh. So. Oh, this could segue into two things. Uh huh. So, um. Nia Long speaking out on the affair affecting her son. Um, I thought that was major. I loved how she called out the MB- the Celtics team. Mm-hmm. And like she was like, nobody thought of me. Like no one, no one thought of like how this would affect me or even her child. Like their child, they have a child, and you guys just like put this all over the internet. Like nobody. I it it was so messy because so messy do they are they required to post it out in the media like, no this could have been handled internally right mm-hmm. so and then on top of that you only mention him how come you know what about her mm-hmm. why is he because none of us i still don't who is it we don't i don't know i don't That's care so but i also don't know because they only talked about him they didn't yeah. say who it was yeah you're right like this is not something that should have been broadcasted to everyone else because we're just at home like oh wow like okay you know like what it's like we what are we supposed to to do with this information what are we supposed to do with this information besides feel bad for nia long and now nia long can go she doesn't have to deal with going to school she doesn't have you know what i mean she can go be in her apartment be at her house or whatever and just kind of deal with it on her own but now like you they really the Celtics really handled that so wrong. I feel so bad for her. I really do too. It was it was and terrible. And I and I'll and her fiance, honestly, men. When people go and have these affairs, like you don't think about how much you could ruin. Like do you, does that just it doesn't come up like at all like you don't think at all like how much you could ruin like your kids will be affected. That's what really gets especially me. when you're that big of a person. Like even when like I'll share a little personal tidbit about me. Like when my parents were separating, I live I come from a small town. We all know each other. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like my dad didn't really think like how much like that could affect. Like what like, oh my God, like, what's going on with your family? It's like, uh, well, I don't really want to talk about this or, or should I have to talk about it, right. you know? And then it's like, my little sister has to go to school. I was in college. So like my little sister has to, she has to go to school now and all those things. Like everybody know, like everyone's families know, know each other. What, and they you know what I mean? And it's like, happened. yeah, they know, they know what's going on. They know what's happening. And it's not like, it's not happening. It's happening right here. So it, you know, and it's like men don't think about like those consequences of like what your kids have to deal with and like how m- and it's not even just him dealing with having to go to school. How much is that affecting him seeing his dad plastered, seeing you plastered all over TV? And it's because you went and stepped out on my mom. Like 
there's like that so could really much. ruin your relationship your child will look at you like i mean i don't know I would look at my dad, uh, like, you know, who, like whoever cheats, I would look at them like a monster. Like, why yeah, would you do like that to so my other foul. parent? Yeah, like, like, why yeah. would you hurt my mom or why would you hurt my dad? Like, you know? And hurt me because now, like, this is, this is, it's a whole trickle effect. Like, people don't think about, like, and this goes for men and women that do things like this, but right now, men, y'all on the chopping block <laughs> because y'all are the ones that are blowing up in the media of doing these things and, like, embarrassing you. It's so embarrassing for them and like yeah I when i saw I that and like they... how it affect she was just worried about how it affects her son so much and i was like damn it's like people don't think about like it's not just the spouse it's like they're chill like that's yeah, a whole it's trickle like, effect you can hurt me yeah you know like obviously mm-hmm. i'm a human i would be very hurt mm-hmm. and i'd feel like wow like this is fucked up like yeah but i would feel even more angry for my ki- my kids you know, like exactly. me, whatever. I'm gonna get through this. I know mm-hmm. myself. I, I'm gonna be fine eventually. Mm-hmm. But these kids, like, how could you do this to the kids? Like, I would be more upset mm-hmm. for my kids exactly. if I were in her shoes. You know, and sh- rightfully so because now your kids gonna ask you questions. Like, and you gotta be real with them. Oh, yeah, your mom or you know your dad stepped out or your mom stepped. Why yeah. would he do? And you know, kids, they will ask. With who? Why? Yeah. Why would they do this to us? Why would they hurt us? And then you, as mm-hmm. the other parent who got cheated on, have to be answering for this person. Exactly. And, and now, so this is another thing. It's like, not only did you get cheated on, now you have to explain this all to your kids. Exactly. It's just too much. And then also, you're like, okay, well, I'm also <laughs> leaving because I don't, what? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with this. And then sometimes your kids resent you for breaking up the family. You're like, why would yeah. you leave mom like why couldn't you guys work it out why couldn't you guys just fix forgive it? just forgive him and that's from and a like kid's, kids point of view exactly and they don't really understand like how yeah i could forgive him but this could happen again it could get worse like you never know right or it's just like then you're in a fake relationship because you're like i'm only doing this for the kids mm-hmm and like, who wants to live that kind of life? Y'all, let me tell you, don't do it for the kids. Yeah, it's not, exactly. Mm, like, don't uh, do it for I'm the kids. They'll be all right. I'm trying to be live my best life and like really enjoy my love life. Like, mm-hmm. no one's gonna be sitting back like, yeah, I'm just doing this for the kids. Yeah, and be kids, miserable. Yeah, because kids can see the pain. They can see the misery. They can tell mm-hmm. that their parents are unhappy. So it's like, why? Yeah. Um, yeah. No. Yeah. But I so. mean, for those who do work it out, that's great. Like, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. Yeah. Like, Sometimes it, if it, it can, works if, out. Yeah, if it can be worked out in, in, in a healthy means, way, so though, think, not yeah. in a fake way. Like mm-hmm. if you're really working it out and yeah. you guys come out in a healthier, you know, relationship, then that's yeah. amazing. I, I I always admire people who can. Yeah. I mean, I'm not I've never been in that situation. Mm-hmm. And, you know, God forbid I do. But I don't know if I'm going to be one of those people. <laughs> yeah. I'm not the strongest soldier guy. <laughs> I'm the weakest. It was like, I don't know if I'm be able to thug this out. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, you know, you know what? I don't want to know. So exactly. There we go. We're not yeah. speaking that over here. But yeah. kudos to people who do get over that because you have to be very mature. Number one. Yeah. And you have to be very like, you have to be very emotionally like, I don't know. You have to be on like a spiritual level too. I I don't know. Yeah, you you got to be, be very like emotionally strong. Low key like a yeah. monk. Like, yeah. Yes, you're right. I'm so serious because as humans, we're very like flawed. So for mm-hmm. me, I would be like, oh, I could I couldn't imagine. Anyway, yeah, moving on. I really pray that, you know, her and her son, they could heal and move yeah. forward with their I hope lives. the whole family finds healing because. Yeah, because that was because because email email was awful, too. But it's like his business didn't, also didn't have to be put out on front street right, because it's like bad. if you're going to put my business out, like also because that's also a trickle down effect financially for him like damn like not okay, really because he got a job in a different he did place. he did get a job in a different like place, a month but, later <laughs> but still like that's like what his reputation all that stuff like all that stuff is going to follow him now but that doesn't get to follow that woman mm-hmm. because we don't know who she is we don't. she was she was definitely um covered yeah um yeah. but anyways and then there was the mess with the um good morning america <laughs> wow that was so wow just messy like was that was super a mess. messy 
they and it, it was so wild to me. First of all, I don't watch this show, so I didn't me know neither. what was. It. I, I mean, didn't even know who they were. I was I like, had no okay. idea exactly. And then once it came out, I'm like, and you know, Twitter, Black Twitter, be having a freaking field day with every damn oh topic. My God. And it was just so crazy. I'm like, so y'all was just out and about. Like y'all did not give a fuck. <laughs> they were yeah, out. Yeah, they were out. The bar, they were outside, going on you know weekend getaways. So I'm assuming that. They Somebody already had knew. To know. Yeah. Yeah. First, people were saying like one of the spouses hired a private investigator. Because it did oh. look like it was like, I mean, it wasn't paparazzi. I wouldn't think it was paparazzi. But the just, angles of the picture, it does look like they were just, they were trying to catch them. Yeah. I think it was a private investigator. Because, mm. I mean, I, I wonder wanna, if it was his wife. I don't know. I think his wife is an attorney. So probably. <laughs> no. She oh, she's about to drag him. Yeah. Look, take him for every little penny he has, child. That's all I gotta say. Get that money oh, and man. hit the road. There is nothing like female That's my divorce advice. attorneys. I don't know if she's a divorce attorney, but I know oh, she's wait, an attorney. But either way, she's either an attorney. Either way, she's gonna find one, and she probably oh. got the connections. And I, that was probably used. Those those pictures are probably used for her case. <laughs> I'm telling you. And then the woman, what's her name? I forget her name. I don't, I don't know. I don't know her name. I just know his name is like, his name is like TJ or something like yeah, that. TJ but Moore. her, so she was divorced and like her, her and her husband, they were both divorcees and met each other, had kids. And like, I saw a po- like, cause TJ had them on the show and he was just like, how did they meet? I'm like, dog, you are so bold. I'm like, you were sleeping with her, and then you had the nerve to have them on the show. I was like, wow. It was very messy. I'm not going to lie. I was very entertained. But they said that she was, <laughs> I think they said she was allowed to come back, and he's still suspended because he's have, he had multiple affairs. Like, there's yeah. more than one. Oh, yeah. It's a wrap for you. You got to go. You for the wow. streets. Oh, You for is. the streets. Go on. Go on and do your thing. Oh, it's my oh, candle. Okay. You for the streets, TJ Holmes. Just go on now. Go live your life. And then speaking of affairs, who's it? Derek Jackson. Oh my God, that guy. God, you you have to explain that thing you were explaining to me. Oh yeah. So, (laughs) so obviously Derek Jackson is a loser. But besides that, (laughs) he's like an influencer, like kind of like a church influence. Like he's very um. I thought he was like a relationship. Yeah, he's relationships. And, you know, he does add a little bit of sprinkle of Christianity here and there. Yeah. And his wife is also a very devout Christian. Mm -hmm. And so this was I was telling Keisha about this earlier. It's (laughs) like his wife is uh, dresses very modest, like Mm -hmm. very modest. She's Mm -hmm. like covered up wearing skirts and dresses and what have you, which is not a problem at all. Yeah. But what I was telling Keisha is that there are men who for their wives or their, you know, significant others, partners, whatever you want to call it, they want them to be like modest and Mm -hmm. like this, you know, upstanding woman of class (laughs) and what have you, which is not a problem. Like, okay, you represent the family. This is is how I expect you to dress. Like, I don't want you to wear anything skimpy or too sexy. Yeah. Whatever, whatever. And, then what they do is they cheat on you with the exact opposite. It's like they cheat on you with the girls who yeah. got their ass and titties out and like live in their lives and they're sexually liberated and don't give a fuck, you know? Yeah. And you they call it like the Madonna whore complex. Wow. And so it's like the wife is the Madonna and then, you know, this is who they treat gently and blah, blah, blah. But yeah. then, you know, they find this other promiscuous like woman who just gets them like they love it you know yeah. they secretly love it yeah and so but they'll talk trash about them like oh look at them they're skimpy and blah, blah, yeah blah. but that's really what they but want that's really what they want and that's a prime example of like him and his wife because his wife is very like christian uh-huh. holy and you know like very modest woman and lo and behold he cheated on her he was out in Miami during, I think it was Basel, our Basel, like out with this other girl. Wait, I'm sorry. Re- this was recent? Yeah, girl. Out with this other woman, you know, who dresses nothing like his wife, the total opposite, in fact. And now he's getting divorced, like divorcing his woman I and mean, his wife oh, for, and who knows who he's going to end up with. I'm not saying he's going to end up yeah. with this woman, but this is what it is. So 
I always say, like, as a woman, dress the way you want. Yeah. Live the way, Do like, whatever live you want. Live for you. Yeah. And don't be with a man who tries to change the way you're dressing or the way you do your hair. Like those yeah. things, I don't think a man should have any say for it. I'm sorry. Like he can be like, oh, I love this color on you. That's yeah. one thing. Or he can say, oh, I love this hairstyle on you. That's fine. But to completely tell you like, don't wear that. Don't wear this. Yeah. Like that's totally different. Like you, you need to know the difference. Like it's like one thing like, oh. My husband likes when I have braids. Okay, let me go get some braids just to, you know, yeah, do it for him. But it's not like I'm going to always wear braids just because my man likes, likes it. braids. It's like, no. Exactly. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, it's just, it's just crazy to me. And I, I feel like this happens a lot. Mm-hmm. No, it does. It does. And then you, because you love someone or you care about them, you're like, okay, maybe he's not wrong. Let me let me try my hair this way or let me do this or let me do that. And then you realize that like your identity starts to get erased completely. And you're just like this person that he created and And you're just like, this isn't, but this isn't me. And you did it because you, you thought like, okay, like I'm making him happy, but is it making you happy? Are you happy? Like, no, that's why I'm saying like, as long as, if you agree, if like, you agree with yeah, it, that's one thing. But if you if you don't agree with it and you're just like, okay, I just want to, you know, I want to make him happy, so I'm gonna wear long sleeves or I'm gonna wear less promiscuous clothing or whatever. Um, but do just do it for you. Yeah. Make sure you're making these changes for you. Even if you're married, like yeah, I mean, I'm speaking from a married woman. Like yeah. thank God, my husband's not like that at all. He's like, girl, wear whatever you want. <laughs> like, yeah, do you like, think? Yeah, whatever. But I'm just saying, you know, even as a married woman, like you don't want someone to control. Like Mm-mm. I feel like the way you dress, the way you do your hair, that's like cre- your create your own creativity. Like yeah. this is like you should be the person. Unless you need help, and you're like, hey babe, I need you to help me. Do I need? Do I look good in this? And blah blah yeah. blah. Yeah, it's, it's one thing to get a little opinion. Yeah, but, but not to do every like not to look away for you know your significant yeah, other because I agree. they want you to do this or they're like you you look bad like you want to look like one of those girls mm-hmm. and then talking down on other women is also a red flag as a man why Big do you care flag. why do you care i'm your wife why do you care what other women are dressed like who exactly cares? and you know? honestly <laughs> and be with who you want if you want that girl then be with who you want and if you don't feel like that's the girl that you could be with or like, whatever like that's why they're like they're usually the mistress Mm-hmm. because they don't want to be publicly out there with them because then yeah. it feels like for the guy it feels like it just looks bad you know exactly. like you want a woman who looks yeah but then it's, sir you have some stuff that you need to work through on oh, your I mean, own you got a lot that. of shit that you need to work through sorry like mm-mm. i still can't believe people follow this man and like he still has a large platform people he still does? yeah i mean i don't follow him but i know people do and i'm like for what he's a fraud how are yeah. you a relationship coach and this is And this what is what doing? happened. I'm sorry. I'm not saying relationships don't fail. It sometimes it happens, but But you, the way this unraveled right, y'all. Like, this is not this is like it's one thing to be a relationship coach and you might get a divorce. That's fine. Like it happens. Like I'm not yeah. saying that you need to have a perfect relationship to be a relationship coach. But you are nowhere near it, sir. Yeah. And <laughs> I'm sorry. And then I don't know if you saw the video of her, but she was saying like anybody that had spoken on like their marriage or spoke ill. Of oh, their that ma- video was creepy. Whoa. Like, like I was like, is she? She's not OK. Like no. at all to be wishing those types of things. She I'm was just like, like, I wish you to become widows. Yeah. Like, all and I wish your children to not have, have fathers. Like, and I was girl. like, in the name of who? Like you can't like, be a you Christian. You're worshiping yeah, the devil. The devil. Sis. Yeah, because what is happening here? Yeah, when I saw that, I was like, and you know who I blame that on? On him. <laughs> he made her this way. I I 100% believe that. Yeah, it she was lost, his she lost doing. Her way. It was his doing, and this is how. This is what hap- This is a prime example of what happens when mm-hmm. you live for a man. Yeah, but that's change, it's also her fault too. It is, but maybe she, maybe she grew up in a way like. There are households and there are people yeah. who teach their daughters, you know, you need to do this so you can yeah, get a man. Your, obey your you husband. You need to do this. You all need that to obey stuff. your husband. Yeah. You need to learn how to cook and clean so someone will marry you and find value in you. It's like, yeah. no. Yeah. No, because you need to find an equal. You need to find a man who can also cook. You need to find a man who's going to help you. Mm-hmm. You're going to need it. 
Exactly. Otherwise, you're going to go crazy exactly. and turn out like, oh, girl, I'm so serious. Like, please. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Do not. Do not. Yeah. Live for yourself. Live for yourself, ladies. Yeah. No. I have to agree with you. I have gutter. No, it's true. It's true because she, I was like, whoa. The video was crazy. Crazy. I was like, oh, she had lost it. She's poor thing. Poor I really thing. Feel bad for her. I yeah, feel and bad I hope her. that she, you know, I hope God covers her. I really God, do. I hope God covers her, and I hope that she has some. I hope she has some solid family members and friends that she can um, lean on and go to. And I hope she goes and gets some therapy as well because this is gonna be a lot. Not yeah. just for her, but for her children. Because I think they have two kids together as well. So I think it's just going to be a lot to navigate. Because you can tell she's very hurt. And there's a lot there's a lot going on there. Mm-hmm. And he's dead wrong. Yeah. He's dead wrong for a lot, a lot of the stuff that he did. But obviously we're not in that relationship. But I hope that everybody gains healing from that. Yeah. So. <sighs> what else? Was that it? I think that was the show notes that I got. Okay, okay, okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. I may have some other stuff to chat about, but we'll do it on the other show. All right, y'all. Well, thank you for listening. Um, let us know your opinions. Um, some people have been like hitting me in the DMs, like, "Oh, I liked your conversation on this." Um, I forget what we talked about last time. I think it was something about oh, disciplining your children. And one of my friends reached out, like, I love the show. I love the dynamic. I love what you guys talked about um, when it comes to, like, disciplining children and gentle parenting and all that stuff and what's right, what's wrong, and even how y'all were raised. So thank you guys for that. And please keep that coming. Like, we want to know what you guys think. Um, If you guys have topics that you guys want us to touch on, like, please just let us know. Yeah. And also the takeaway from today's today's (laughs) episode (laughs) Ladies, I'm gonna say this again. Live for yourself. Please. Yes. I do not preach want to Sister see Layla. Women. <laughs> I hate seeing women down and out because of a man. Like yeah. that is really a really sad way to go out. Like it please, is. ladies. It is. Live for yourself. Do you and good things happen when you prioritize yourself, I promise. And that's in everything. Yep. That's in parenthood, all of it. You need to make sure that you're honoring yourself and that you're taking care of you because if you don't take care of you, you can't help anybody else. You really and and people really and people can. see that too. Mm-hmm. They they pick up on how you treat yourself. They know like, oh, this girl ain't going for no nothing. Like yeah, you know? and they'll come correct. Exactly. But if you're just like all oh, willy nilly and like whatever, not mm-hmm. caring, it's like okay, I know what I can and cannot do. Yeah. So just keep that in mind, y'all. Yeah, and absolutely. That's all. Well, we'll talk to you guys next week. I hope you all have a great week. And we are out. All right. Bye. Bye, girls.